One of the most be-a-tourist-in-your-own-town-worthy spots in San Diego is Seaport Village. Absolutely. If it's been a while since you've been, so much has changed and there's so much to explore. Bonnie from Fam Diego is here to make you a Seaport Village expert. Let's go all in on Seaport Village. Bonnie from Fam Diego, welcome back to All In San Diego. Hi, thank you. I'm happy to be back. This is a three-peat. Is this a three-peat? It is. I think so. Bonnie's been with us twice before. Both of her episodes, the Belmont Park and the Balboa Park episodes, were huge hits. And that's why we called her back for this episode about Seaport Village, which I think mm-hmm. so many people forget about. And I think mm-hmm. there are a couple of reasons. First of all, it's just not as top of mind as something like a Balboa Park or even a Pacific Beach or something. But also because some people might have gone there six years ago and it wasn't that great six years ago. It's it really, I know. Was a time yeah. you'd go to Seaport Village and be like, well, there's a hot sauce shop and two restaurants. What's yeah. going on here? And unless you really like Ben and Jerry's, <laughs> you yes. know? No, it's always been perfectly <laughs> fine. And we've, been, we've always been lucky to have it, but it really has evolved. It is a destination now. And Bonnie's going to get you excited to go there and ready to have a great time uh, as an expert on all things Seaport Village, which by the way, can we start with this? Didn't they... Weren't they going to go away? Wasn't that the rumor that the whole thing was going to be shut down a while back? There were rumors. And yes, they were planning to redevelop it. So I think a couple years ago, back in uh, 2019, I think some of the leases were up and some of the the store, the vendors just didn't renew their lease and they left. Mm. Um, and then they got into some uh, delays with their redevelopment. I was afraid it was going to turn into one of those like... Um, old town San Diego situations where it just wasn't, you know, never going to quite make a comeback. Yeah. They have a lot more uh, businesses, restaurants, shops coming in. Some restaurants just recently opened. They've got some slated for next year and even next summer. So every time you go back, there's going to be something new coming in. Okay. Well, I know how thorough you are with your information. So let's start with one of the things that freaks people out. Where do you park and what are the tricks Mm. to actually getting there? before you start your day at Seaport Village? Good question. You have to know where to park before you can start your day anywhere. So yes, there is a huge paid parking lot. It's one of those uh, parking ticket machines where you drive up, you push the button, you take a ticket and the gate flips up and you drive on in. Uh, It's a huge parking lot. There are two parking rates. There's the discounted rate and the non-discounted rate. So this is important. When you get your ticket, Mm. take it with you. You have to spend a minimum of $10 in any shop and don't forget to have the shop authorize your ticket and that gets you the discounted rate. So that will give you $5 for the first three hours, Monday through Thursday, and then the first two hours is $5 Friday through Sunday. And then I think it's $3 every half hour after that. So keep track of your time, how long you're there. It's probably good for maybe, you know, three to four hours and your your parking ticket rate will be too much, but it's cheaper than going back and paying the street meters and forgetting and getting a ticket. So that's even more expensive. And you can do a lot in three or four hours. Totally. There's also a way to not even have to pay for parking. The trolley stop is about five minutes walk away. So if you take the trolley, there is a Seaport Village trolley stop and you just walk on over. So that's probably one of the easiest ones to avoid parking altogether. I like that. I actually really like the trolley. And I always think, where the heck would I take it? I I take it for Comic-Con once a year. (laughs) Now I can take it to Seaport Village. Oh, there's so many places you can go on the trolley. I think the um, the Santa Fe Depot is close by as well, maybe a 10-minute walk. So if you're in North County, 
you can take the coaster down and then just walk over to Seaport Village from there too. Okay. Perfect. Great parking and, and an alternative to parking. We're already up and running. So now that we're there, where do we start? Seaport Village is so big, so I find it best to break it down and into different sections. And if you look on the map of Seaport Village, they even have a couple of different sections that I'm going to even add in my own. So it's huge. So if you, it sprawls from the, the midway, everybody knows where the midway is. So it sprawls from the midway all the way down to the convention center, basically, is where Seaport Village is. So on the far western side, they call it the Carousel District. That's where the carousel is. We'll get into that later. Oh. The middle is kind of like the, um, there's a duck pond in there. And so the shops around the duck pond and the fountains. And then on the far eastern side, closest to the convention center, they actually call it the uh, Lighthouse District. And there's the new Spill the Beans coffee shop that came in, uh, when was that, last year or something? And that building is actually shaped into a lighthouse. So that's how you know you're in the lighthouse district. So if you think of it in those three districts, they'll kind of have your bearings as far as where you are in Seaport Village. Because you can actually get lost in Seaport Village and not know where you are or where you came from. That's amazing. I'm already learning so much. I had no idea that there were three districts in Seaport Village. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Well, I made up the middle one, but the other two are actually, okay. they have the one map. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. It's like Disneyland. You got Tomorrowland and Frontierland. You're dividing yeah. it up. So are we going to start in the Lighthouse District or the Carousel District? Oh. We're going to start in the Carousel District. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the Carousel Great. District obviously has the Carousel. That's probably the most iconic thing that people think of when they think of Seaport Village this is the carousel and it's an old carousel I think it was made over a hundred years ago and it's all hand carved it's beautiful sometimes their hours are they don't match up with Seaport Village's hours so I think they <laughs> open and close a little bit later and earlier and sometimes they do shut down for repairs and things like that if they need to fix them so it may not always be open when you're there but hopefully it will be well, carousels are more popular than ever right now because you have the original audience, which was little kids, and then you have Instagram influencers trying to get the perfect picture of them just having a good time on the carousel. <laughs> Hair blowing in the wind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, one thing to know about the carousel, I think it is cash only and it's $4 a ride. And here's a tip for parents. Parents don't have to pay if they're standing next to their little child who is paid and riding on the carousel. So if parents want a free ride, just stand next to your kids to support them. (laughs) That should be standard issue. Kids that are little enough to be really excited about a carousel usually aren't very safe, you know, on a thing going up and down and around in circles without someone nearby. Exactly. So there's the carousel. um, And nearby the carousel is the bulk of the fast casual restaurants. And there's a lot of food dining options there. There's a lot of sweet treat options there. And so that's a good place to go to ride the carousel and get something to eat if that's all you want to do at Secret Village. And that even would make for a great day just doing that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's let's get into these options. What are we eating? We are eating. I have not been there yet. And I'm so excited to go to the new restaurant. It just opened up two weekends ago. It's called Tuk Tuk Eatery. It's a new <laughs> fast Asian bowls. Bao buns, uh, rice bowls, noodle bowls, um, soy chicken wings, and I just cannot wait to go eat there. That sounds, that sounds amazing. amazing. The San Diego Burger Co. has been a longtime staple there, um, and they just redid their menu recently. They have all kinds of burgers. They have steak burgers, chicken, veggie, turkey, fish burgers. So 
not just regular hamburgers and cheeseburgers, but all kinds of burgers there, if that's what you're going for. Mm-hmm. Nice. There's Marion's Fish Market for fish and chips, lobster rolls, ceviche. And that um, faces the bayfronts, um, like where the, the, the Tuna Harbor Dockside Market. So that faces that um, bayfront right there. Um, and also right next to there is Mike Hess Brewing opened up recently. Um, and they brought in Quiero Tacos to have tacos and beer right there, right on the waterfront. It's all kind of a walk-in, um, outdoor patio dining eatery. And then right next to that, Mr. Moto Pizza came in. So you've got a lot oh of good gosh. options with beautiful, gorgeous bayfront views. You can watch the sailboats pass by. It's a really good spot. So there's also going to be a Crack Tacos coming in next summer. So if you haven't heard of those, it's kind of a, a local um, hot place to go. They've got those famous tri-tip tacos, that potato tacos, grilled cactus tacos. If you are feeling a little adventurous, they have eight different breakfast burritos. So they have all kinds oh, of food there. Right. They had the genius idea of taking the famous, locally famous Cardiff crack and uh, t- turning it into tacos. They're, they are really good. And um, I know they have a location in Mission Valley. So I think this will be their second location. But man, another good. I can't believe how many God. options there are just for dining. I know. I was thinking, yeah. how do they even all fit there? Yeah, they've had 18 different eateries and some are bigger uh, restaurants and some are just walk-up stands, but they have so many options. There's also, I don't know if I mentioned, there's a Louisiana Charlie's there. Um, and then also in that carousel district, one of our favorite places is Seaport Fudge Factory. Do you guys know about that place? <laughs> yeah. I don't know about it, but there's some weird connection between touristy areas and fudge factories. Like you don't, you don't see fudge anywhere until you get to some tourist area, and then it's fudge everywhere. And then all of a sudden, you need it, right? Yeah, I'll they have more like, than man, fudge. I thought about fudge in a year, but now you want some, right? Yeah, absolutely. They have more than fudge. They've got chocolate dip bananas, uh, caramel apples, um, and every mm. season they kind of decorate these caramel apples into like Halloween's coming up, so they decorate them into spooky like Frankenstein ghosts and stuff and so you can ask them to cut them up so you um don't you know tear your teeth out when you try to bite into them yeah <laughs> that's actually an amazing pro tip because that's the problem with those caramel apples right they're so hard yes. to eat yeah they'll cut them up they for will you. cut them up idea. for you mm-hmm. yeah <sighs> they also have what's called a cereal bowl so if you think of like rice krispie treats like a cereal but it's uh-huh. molded into a bowl and they scoop ice cream and sundaes and drizzle chocolate and throw all kinds of stuff on top of it. Gummy bears, marshmallows, they'll stick churros what? inside of it, lollipops into it. So it's called the Cereal Bowl Sundays. And they have some really fun ones for the holidays. So you can actually eat the whole bowl. Oh, my God. So you get done with the ice cream and all that other nonsense you put on top of your ice cream and you still have a bowl made of Fruity Pebbles to eat. <laughs> yeah. But you should probably make the it. carousel before you eat that. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah. But joking aside, Bonnie, I mean, the fact that they have 18 restaurants in one place is an epic win in and of itself. When you and your significant other are like, I don't know what I feel like. What do you feel like? Just don't even have the conversation. Drive out to Seaport Village. You both have 18 things to choose from. Everything. Even something for the kids, which is sometimes mm-hmm. hard to find. Who are we kidding, though? The kids are definitely having a candy apple for dinner. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. There are, besides those kind of fast, casual walk-up restaurants, there are a few others that are more built-out restaurants. Um, I didn't mention the Margarita's Restaurant, which has really good Mexican food and margaritas. Um, Most of those places I mentioned, too, also serve beer. 
a lot of local craft beers, even some good Asian imports. Like that Tuk has some really good Asian beers. And do they sell, will they sell you a beer in a cereal mug? Can we combine these ideas? <laughs> you could probably buy one from each place and combine them yourself. Yeah. yeah. So a couple of the other restaurants are the Edgewater Grill is a really nice restaurant. It's a sit-down restaurant. They have indoor and outdoor patio seating. And that one is along. So Seaport Village kind of curves around the corner. So when you curve around the corner, like you're going up to the midway, that's where a lot of the Carousel District is and the fast casual restaurants are. And then you go around the other corner and you're facing the marina um, and you can see the Coronado Bay Bridge from this side. So this is the side that I'm talking about now. So this is where the Edgewater Grill is. It's a really good restaurant. And one of the most um, iconic restaurants at Seaport Village is called the Pier Cafe. And that's the one that is actually built on um, sticks, if you will, over the water. And so you can eat over the water. And it's a beautiful, a lot of people take pictures of that restaurant with the Coronado Bridge in the background. It's beautiful. Oh, great, great, great destination. Great place to do something special out there at Seaport Village. Exactly. Um, So that's pretty much the Carousel District in a nutshell. And then we can move over to what I call the duck pond districts and the fountains. So um, Seaport Village has <laughs> Seaport Village has some really beautiful fountains that my kids love to throw pennies in and play in the fountains. And around those fountains are where a lot of the shopping is. And so Seaport Village, the village part, is all the little shops have their own little storefronts. And you can just kind of walk through the village part of the shops. And they have all kinds of like super cool, unique, funky shops that you would never see anywhere else. And it's really fun just to walk through those. Very cool. Is that where the sock shop is? The sock shop. That is top on my list. It's called Sock Harbor. (laughs) That's another thing that I feel like all touristy areas have. It's like fudge and then the funky sock shop. (laughs) Yeah. Makes for some great gifts. Yeah, the sock shop, they have a lot of, not just socks. So you don't want to just get in people's mind that they're just socks they're okay. really fun socks with bright colorful socks they have cats they have hot dogs they have um you know all kinds of different pictures on the socks they have different sayings like you know some are vulgar sayings some are just cutesy sayings yeah. and <laughs> yes. yes no that's so true bonnie i was there with my kids and i was like oh look at this funny little sock shop like let's go look at socks with pugs on them and then my kids were like oh mommy that one says the f word oh mommy that one says the sh word i'm like yeah just just look away movie yeah it's they're great for gifts so you know christmas is coming up so seaport village is a really great place to go christmas shopping and you can find those really unique gifts for those hard to shop for person so keep seaport village in mind for your shopping yes because guess what all the malls have all the same shops that have all the same stuff so places like seaport Mm -hmm. village are great to go get something that someone's going to look at and go wow i've actually never seen that before a pair of socks with the f word on it yeah (laughs) And a marijuana leaf. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So some other cool shops there. I actually love going into a shop called the Wind. I think it's called Wind Song. They have all kinds of beautiful wind chimes. And the lady that runs the store, she is so kin friendly. I walked in with my kids and I'm, you know, holding them close and saying, don't touch anything. And she said, oh, come on in, touch everything. I mean, as a parent with your kids, that's the store you want to go to. 
Are you surprised that the owner is very sweet? This is a woman who's dedicated her life to wind chimes. I mean, this is someone. <laughs> Got to be the sweetest probably lady. Probably going to go with the flow. Yeah. Would have been a yeah. major plot twist if she was a huge bee. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like, <laughs> uh, There's a Christmas ornament shop that is there year round, not just during Christmas time. But you can go in April and look for Christmas ornaments. And they have all kinds of Christmas ornaments there. Because, you know, people, they go on vacation. A lot of people get an ornament to remember their trip where they went to. And they bring it back home. And every year they put it on their tree. I don't remember what time I went to Seaport Village. So it's always That's what there. we do. Oh, my gosh. I'm such a cliche. That's exactly what our <laughs> family does. I started that tradition, of, I don't know, four or five years ago. So every time we go out of town, I get a Christmas ornament. So I absolutely appreciate there being a Christmas ornament shop that's open all year round. Yeah, they have some really cute ones. Another one of my favorite shops is called Simplicious Body Care. And they have all kinds of natural oils, bath salts, bath lotions, and you can customize whatever you want with whatever scents and colors you want it to be. So I took my kids in there one time Again, thinking you like stay close, don't touch anything. And they're like, oh, here, let me scrub your hands and put your kids' hands in. We'll scrub your kids' hands with like bath salts and they put oils. And so we got a, a jar of bath salts and my kids each got to choose the color they wanted theirs to be. They got to choose the scent. I think they chose like lemon and banana or something like that. But they have other scents too, like flowers and fragrance scents too. So you can choose and customize your own body care. So I, I love that shop. That sounds really, really clever. I mean, that's not something yeah. I've heard of before. You're used to just kind of walking around, you know, bath and body work, smelling things till something appeals to you. <laughs> yeah, mix up your own. Yeah, make your own. Um, it's really good ingredients, makes for good gifts too. Some sensual lotions and some wacky socks. You got a gift basket going. <laughs> Don't make it weird. <laughs> um, let's see, another couple. I'll just, they have over 50 shops. I'm not going to go through them all, but I'll just list a wow. couple more. Um, another shop that we love and we can spend literally hours in is called Del Sol. It's right next to Kerloa Bamboo. I think they're actually in the same shop. So if you see Kerloa Bamboo, which they have really good soft clothes and bamboo bed sheets, by the way, um, the Del Sol shop <laughs> has everything color changing in the sun. T-shirts, hats, beach towels, sunglasses, bracelets, um, necklaces, uh everything and they have these tables there this is where we spend hours there they have these um uv tables there and you go get something off the shelf a keychain and you set it on this light source and wait a couple seconds and you pick it up and it's a different color it changes color of the sun this is completely dating all of us but do you guys remember hypercolor yeah wow it's similar similar yeah okay. and so my yeah. kids got a couple hats and sunglasses and, you know, I wasn't sure, like, when you're in the store, yeah, okay, these machines do it. But how it actually does it work when you take it outside? And it is instant. And it doesn't have to be even full sun. Like, their hats change color, and it's so fun. My kids love it. That is fun. And it does sound like better execution of color changing than hypercolor. For those don't, that don't remember hypercolor, we were all of a sudden told as teens that the hottest new food uh, clothing trend was going to be these clothes that you put on. And then when they get hot, they change colors. And Body heat. Body heat, which turns out is mostly generated in your armpits and your crotch. So... <laughs> 
It was just the world's worst idea. No. You guys, I remember being at a school dance. That's why I remember for sure. It was a middle school dance and everybody was wearing hyper color. And then like the boys would be like, you could tell like who had their hands like on some girls, you know, behind. Because it was like all of a sudden their butt had like hand marks. It was like the teachers must have just been like freaking out. Yeah, like, the, the hypercolor was around for about two months, and then it went away for a good reason. But it, but I'm glad some form yeah. of it is back, and you can get it at Seaport Village, and, and it's yes. again much better execution, something really unique and San Diego friendly. We have, there's a lot of sunshine yeah. around here, so mm-hmm. exactly. Go to Del Sol um, again. Great for gifts, kids' birthdays coming up. Get them a color changing hat or sunglasses or something. They'll love that. Um, a couple other kids stores that I will say Geppetto's moved in there recently in the last year or two. And Geppetto's actually has on there, there's a lawn right out front of Geppetto's. And they now have a kids story time out there every Wednesday Aww. from 11 to 2 with Professor Flutters. And so every Wednesday, oh, nice. he will <laughs> tell a story on the Geppetto's lawn at Seaport Village. Well, that's awesome. I, I should say, because I made a joke in the very beginning of this episode about how there used to be some hot sauce store. There still is. And it's actually awesome. I I love hot licks. Um, it's Aww. been there forever. And it's really fun. You know, nowadays, I'm a big hot sauce enthusiast. And nowadays, you can go to Ralph's or you know, Vaughn's or wherever, and they do have a lot of hot sauces, but you still have to guess if they're good or not. If you go mm-hmm. to a place like Hot Licks, they let you actually sample the hot sauces and, and, and find the ones that you like. And it's a fun experience, and you can get some great hot sauces there, too. That was very thoughtful of you to go back and kind of apologize for the well, remark you know, made about I'm, Hot Licks. I didn't mean to be smirched Hot Licks. I actually really like Hot yeah. Licks. That's why they were yeah. top of mind. Yeah. And that's why they've been there forever. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They've been through it all. So one last store that I will highlight because I love it there. It's called Kite Flight. It's a kite shop. And one kid doesn't Aww. like kites. So you can go into this kite flight shop. You can pick your own kite. And the owner of the store, he's such a nice guy. He'll put your kid's kite together, give you some tips. Aww. He'll show your kids how to fly him. And then right in front of the kite flight is the Embarcadero Park North. And it juts out into a little peninsula by the marina. And you can see the Coronado Bay Bridge. And that is a pretty windy spot. And it's a, a huge grassy area. And that's a great place to go kite flying right there. Fun. So sweet. All right. So you've given us a lot of places to eat, some some fun places to shop, and a couple of activities. It's sounding very fun. I'm I'm making some mental notes of the things I want to try next time in Seaport Village. But I know we're not done. We're not done. There is still more, if you can believe it or not. Um, One thing that is there that a lot of people kind of see around town and you don't really know where it comes from or where you get on it, it's called Seal Tours. It's an amphibious bus. It it takes you all around the city and then it actually drives into the water and turns into a boat. And it gives you a tour of the bay and then it drives back on land and you can catch that at Seaport Village. Okay. One of the running themes of this podcast is don't be afraid to be a tourist in your own town. This is one of those touristy things I know everyone listening right now knows about and almost nobody's done it, including me. I, and it, it actually looks really including fun. Me. Now, now, now we know where to go to, to actually get on that thing. That's funny. Yeah. It starts at Seaport Village. So that's where you can hop on. Um, they have tours departing all day long. So if you're there, sign up for a tour. Excellent. 
Don't eat your cereal bowl full of ice cream until after the <laughs> land and sea tour. Pro tip right. from exactly. me. Exactly. Yeah. So when you walk a little further down the boardwalk, down by the marina side, you will find Seaforth boat rentals. So if you want to do some more water fun, you can rent jet skis and kayaks there. You can even rent a sailboat or a powerboat if you're feeling adventurous. So you can rent boats there. There's also a Wheel Fun Rentals at the Marriott down there where you can rent surreys and electric bikes. So you can just have some fun activities uh, riding up and down the boardwalk there at the bay. Excellent, man. Perfect. So something else that a lot of people don't know that's at Seaport Village is what's called Studio by the Bay. And it's a studio. You can actually go in there and do podcasting. It's what it's set up for. And I think it's available for free with the reservation. And they have an engineer that can help you if you're into podcasting. Yeah. Um, but also they use that studio space for uh, the New Children's Museum, which is kind of across the street. They have weekend events there that are free, like arts and crafts events. And you can even go there and do some arts and crafts there. Or you can pick up a kit to take home and do it at home. So I, usually Saturdays, I don't know if it's every Saturday or once a month or something, but check the calendar of events. And it's usually sat, some Saturdays from 11 to 1. And um, you can stop by that studio on, by the bay and some kids can do some free arts and crafts. My goodness, if you live near Seaport Village and you've got kids, you are you better be taking advantage of all these options that are just waiting for you. Yeah, there's so much to do at Seaport Village. This is one of those episodes that's having me wish I could go back in time when my kids were, you know, four, <laughs> five, six. I mean, I think they'd yeah. still enjoy most of this stuff now, but I'm like, oh, I want to go back in time and experience all this cool stuff that Bonnie's telling us about. Story time at Geppetto's. Oh, <laughs> I still love it. There's still a lot to do for every age. Um, mm -hmm. The couple of itineraries that I wanted to cover. So if you wanted to go there for a date night without the kids, um, I would suggest yes. doing one of those seal tours. <laughs> uh, you can ride the carousel. I mean, what adult doesn't want to feel like they're a kid again? So ride the carousel. You could go rent some electric bikes down the bay and then grab some dinner at the Edgewater or the Pier Cafe at Sunset and watch the sailboats float by. Wow, Bonnie coming up with a date itinerary. I like that. Dude, yeah. Over-delivering, as always. And then if you want to go out with the kids, I know there's so much to cover and do at Seaport Village, but a suggested itinerary that I would start at Spill the Beans. It's a new coffee shop. They have this Chagachino latte. And yes, it's made with a mushroom adaptogen, and it's like an antioxidant. It's so good and so healthy for you. Um, they've got bagels there. So I would start there, go ride the carousel, go buy a kite, go fly to the Embarcadero Park North, and then grab some fudge or caramel apples and sundaes and watch the people and boats go by. Okay. Another great agenda. So going back into the Lighthouse District now, which is on the marina side, that's where, Sarah, that's where Sam Burgers is. And Sam, the cooking guy, if everybody knows who he is, he's our local cooking guy had his own cooking channel. You guys did an episode with him about his um, food hall in Little Italy. So he has a Sam Burgers there. And he, that's a great spot for really good kids food. They got hot dogs, cheeseburgers, or tater tots are amazing. But they tater also tots. have... Mm-hmm. Tater tots are so good there. They also have things like bacon jam, uh, sriracha terry mayo sauce, and their grilled corn salad. So... It's not just kids' food. They have really good gourmet hamburgers there, too. My gosh. How are you going to decide where to eat when you go to Seaport Village? <laughs> you have to go back. 
One of my favorite places, personally, that I love going there. In fact, I took my son there on a little mommy and me date um, this earlier this year. And we did the carousel and we got some sundaes um, and we walked along the, the boardwalk. And there's this winery there. It's called the San Pasquale uh, Wine Tasting Room. And I got a wine slushie and my son got an <laughs> apple cider. And we sat Ooh. outside on the patio. And it was just the sweetest moment in time that will forever live in my mind. We had the greatest date there. I loved it. Oh, rewind, rewind to the wine slushy. <laughs> She's having a oh, moment, wine Sarah. Slushy. My God. <laughs> yes. Sorry, you can't just breeze past that. Reflecting on the moment she spent with her son that she'll save her for her entire life and you're interrupting her about the wine slushy. I'm not kidding. I didn't even hear what she said that her son got. I just like I stopped listening. Wine slushy, wine slushy. It's at the San Pasquale Winery. It's in the Lighthouse District. Meet you there, Bonnie. Let's go. See, this is the definition of a deep dive. That's it. There's no mm -hmm. meat on the bone. We're all experts on Seaport Village now. Yep. Go on and have a good weekend. There is something that most people don't know about Seaport Village and probably okay. something that a lot of local residents who have lived here forever don't even know about Seaport Village. Now she's about to hit us with a plot twist. This is like the after credit scene. We thought we were done. <laughs> we're getting a big secret. <laughs> it's going to give you goosebumps. Uh -oh. There are dead people buried beneath Seaport Village. It's called Dead Man's Point. Did you oh guys know that? No. Funny. So wait, I'm bringing wait, 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 in the, the creep factor now here coming into Halloween. So, uh, you know, maybe walk around there Halloween and see if you see anyone else walking by. Oh, my goodness. Wait, 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 wait. Mm -hmm. What dead people? Do you want the history? Sure. So this is going back to 1769, right? There was a okay. Spanish expedition. Um, a couple of ships were anchored out of the bay, and some of them had scurvy. And it kind of mm. ran rampant through the ships, and a lot of them died. And so they were anchored out in the sea in the bay, and they, they couldn't have them there. And so they brought them to um, what's now known as Seaport Village. And there is a burial ground there where they buried them. And um, wow. there's even a marker there. It's at the corner of, um, <gasps> what are those streets? It's kind of by the headquarters. Um, there's a marker there that says um, a reference to that being Dead Man's Point. It's called Punta de los Muertos. Wow. Mm -hmm. To come all the way across the ocean from Spain in a search for novelty socks and wind chimes. And to get fudge. that close. Don't forget about and the fudge. fudge. And to get fudge. that close. That's the saddest part of all. I'm speechless. <laughs> I wasn't sure if we should end it on that note or. <laughs> well, I, actually, I, think... I love it. You're full of yes. surprises. Yes. A little bit of history as well. I'm telling you, Bonnie's one of the best out there. You need to be following her for all things family adventure all over San Diego. The detail that she gives, the ideas that she has, she is a must follow on Instagram at Fam Diego. That's at F A M Diego. Now, you did mention that you could do a whole other episode about the Barcadero. So that's what we're going to do. The next time we you join us yeah. on this podcast, it'll mm -hmm. be kind of part two of this. So you can do that vacation Perfect. and we'll deep dive into the Barcadero next. 
Yeah, I will go into which hotels have the water slides, which ones have the splash pads. Um, yeah, there's so much about the Embarcadero we can talk about for sure. Now, Embarcadero is next. We look forward to that one, but we appreciate this one. We appreciate you and your time and your talent. You're awesome, Bonnie. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I love sharing all that fun things that are around San Diego, and I'm happy to share that with you guys. So I have to be completely real about something. Uh, the good okay. news about our reviews is we have a lot, and they're all very good. So I uh, thank you to everyone who has reviewed this podcast. The bad news is we haven't gotten a new one in weeks. And so if someone's yeah. maybe looking at the podcast and considering listening, they go, well, it, they have some reviews, but it must have peaked uh, several weeks ago because no one seems to be <laughs> yes. reviewing it anymore. <laughs> must have peaked three weeks ago. Yeah. The sucker yeah, looks like I it's mean- prime. I mean, we, we're okay with shamelessly asking you to go, please give us a quick five-star review. If you're listening in Apple Podcasts, that's a really simple way. to You just have to hit five stars. No big deal. Yes. Yeah, leave a few kind words if you feel like it, but it really does make a difference. Apple takes all of this new account with how they treat our podcast. So uh, mm-hmm. if you can help us out and leave us a little review, uh, again, like Sarah said, if you're on your phone, just do it right there in your podcast app. If you're on your computer, you're going to go to iTunes, but we'd appreciate it. Thank you so much, you guys. All right, we'll catch you next time.